This is the Owens Recovery Science Podcast, hosted by physical therapist Johnny Owens. All right, well, welcome back to the Owens Recovery Science Podcast. This is not Johnny Owens. This is Kyle. Johnny's the guest today, along with um, a PT you may have heard of, Stefania Bell. We've got Stefania and Johnny on here today to talk a bit about Project 11 that's coming out Friday night. So you guys will be catching this later on today. It's Thursday. It's going to come out about 6 p.m. Pacific time, and you'll have time to listen to it and kind of get some backstory before you even see Project 11 if you if you so choose to do so. Stefania, Johnny, welcome. Thank you. Thank oh, you it's nice to be me. nice to be on the Orange Cover Science podcast, man. Nice, Thanks for having nice? me. I've heard great <laughs> things about it. I, I, I um, I've got your bio here, Johnny. I was gonna just read, <laughs> no, read you, through it and, and well, I only you. I only have so much time. I can't. I can't be waiting for his bio <laughs> to get read. I mean, enough, it's so long. <laughs> we don't have enough time for Johnny's Johnny's bio. Um, so Stefania, thanks so much for, for being here with us today. And we're really excited to just kind of hear more kind of the backside of the story and everything. But if you would, maybe for some of our listeners that might not know, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I work for ESPN. I'm a physical therapist. I, um, somebody asked me today, uh, for purposes related to PR and stuff around this piece, how long I've been a physical therapist. And I said 29 years. And then I was really <laughs> regretted that I let that out. <laughs> it sounds so old. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It is not sounds it is, but uh, so I was in clinical practice for nearly 20 years before I transitioned over to the media um, full time. And uh, now I, I do fantasy football stuff. I mean, I obviously I do medical content for ESPN. Um, and that varies from fantasy football stuff to, um, you know, but leading into the draft to a Tonga Bailoa who had the hip injury that everybody was talking about. And I was sort of there to translate that information. And, and then one of my favorite things that I've done um, at ESPN is work on feature stories. And um, obviously we're here because we're talking about this uh, project for E60s, my first time working on an E60 piece. And uh, really excited because it's essentially a, a, a film. Um, it's going to be one hour special. And I'm going to go ahead and plug it right now. But <laughs> it's it. Friday oh, night, please. May 1st, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that will be the debut. It's going to have several re-air opportunities, including Sunday night after the Jordan doc um, on ESPN2. But um, hopefully you'll catch it on the debut. Uh, really proud of it. Couldn't have done it without... Uh, the help of Johnny Owens, who's uh, here on this podcast. He's our other us. guest today, Johnny <laughs> Owens. <laughs> um, but uh, because uh, the traveling to San Antonio was a, was a big part of uh, the story that we tell, and, and Johnny certainly helped with all that, and, and Alex Smith, who's the subject of this piece, uh, certainly is intimately familiar with the things you do at Owens Recovery Science after his mm -hmm. uh, path down. Yeah, he was doing a little um, bit of BFR, therapy. wasn't he? <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah. I think he so, crushed pretty much. Yeah. You know, he's competitive, so everything was uh, he had to do it better and harder. I, I, I know they were doing it right because at the end of that one clip they aired with Seth Blee, Seth was like, wasn't that bad today? And he was like, no, it sucked. <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're doing this right. Right, right. <laughs> definitely. definitely yeah, the the PTs yeah. all pick that up, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those little subtleties we, we pay attention to. 
um, well, it's been fun just kind of seeing the, the clips come out and everything. And I think the, you know, the one that has really sort of caught everybody's attention is when Alex is throwing the football the first time and, and that sort of thing. It really seemed to kind of mean a lot to him, but also to his wife. I, I, for one, I was actually watching you when you were asking her the questions and I was like, that's a PT. That's somebody that talks to people because there was this genuineness that kind of came off when you were asking those questions. And so I was curious, like, what was that all about? I mean, like, I, what was that experience like? It seemed to really kind of mean something to everybody that was there. Oh, when, when he was throwing the football, Yeah, when he threw the football. Um, that was, that was a turning point in his recovery without mm -hmm. a doubt. Um, and he'll talk about it. Um, his wife will talk about it and Dr. West will talk about it because uh, she actually said to me after they left San Antonio, that was the first time that Alex asked her about the possibility of returning football. Mm. So, um, and now I, I'm going to, I'm going to just throw everything askew here because I'm going to direct yeah. this next thing at Johnny. So I'm yeah, going to force cool. you to answer a question, but yeah. I have to say a lot of people have been struck by that moment. I, it was one of those things I, I've done some of these features now and it's kind of like, you know, when you have a moment, you just know, you think, Oh, Mm -hmm. that's definitely going to be something that ends up making the peace because you just feel it in that moment. And the fact that we all felt it and um, Johnny was there, I mean, you saw Alex light up and even the way what I saw in the moment, I it was just, uh, what's the word? It's like enhanced by the different camera angles that our mm. camera crew got because the look on his face was, was just something special. And I've had people ask me, I mean, it's such a great moment and we happen to be there, but I, I, I won't name names, but I had a reporter ask me and he sounded skeptical, like, oh, really? Like there's just a football line around, like whose idea was it? How do you, like, as if it were a setup shot. And I was like, it wasn't, um, it wasn't. But the question I couldn't answer because I'm not in Johnny's head. So I'm going to ask you right now was, did you plan to have a football there that day? Was there, um, or was obviously when all of the patients who are there re recovering, um, servicemen and women, they're all athletes too. So it's not like it's unusual and certainly in, in PT, we know a way to motivate patients to get better is to get a ball in their hand or, you know, give them something they're comfortable with that they're accustomed to using and it works on multiple levels. But uh, tell us about the football moment, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, if you're at the center of the intrepid, you kind of, it's a round building, but we have this kind of long runway. So we would always just the staff or with patients throw baseballs or throw footballs back and forth across it. So we, that stuff was always there. And, and I, you know, here's what happened that day. It was a day basically when he first came down mm -hmm. to the center for the intrepid. And, you know, I, I think some of the, it, I don't it probably didn't make it into the movie, but we, we sat in this room and just talked with Alex for a long time with all these people. And there was some real, Oh, don't, be too quick to decide okay. what made it and okay. didn't make it. Okay, I, I, okay. I don't know. I, I, Stefania is like, I, I talked to all these people. They're like, oh, you haven't seen it yet? And I'm like, no, I, I think I'm the only person that's Stefania's friend that hasn't seen it. That's not uh, true. That's not true. Alex and Elizabeth haven't seen it yet. Okay. Dr. Oh, really? Robin West hasn't seen it. No, it's been the oh. only people who saw it, full disclosure, the only people who've seen it are the people who worked on it and our management team. And um, the uh, 
they sent out a screener to uh, some of the journalists for the national outlets who were going to be doing interviews with us in advance of the piece so that they could ask about it. That's it. So we, um, you know, and that's funny too, because the Washington Post guy today, when he did the interview, who Stefania directed my way, he's like, well, I'm sure you've seen the piece. Um, I'm like, no, I actually have it. But anyways, uh, I'm, I'm glad you, you've seen it. But, He's like, um, anyways, the only one. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen it. Um, it's on YouTube. Um, and so, no, don't say that. But that whole meeting was, so there was a lot of questions about his healing at that point, you know? And so we come at things from a different angle with the military. We, you know, we're very like, used to his kind of injury in the frames and the real questions like, okay, why aren't we weight bearing? Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? And I don't want to go too deep into it, but there was a, a little bit of a fracture in an area that we were concerned with. And so Alex hadn't really put load into the bone to the point that we thought he should because there was something going on in the joint. And, and that makes everyone a little bit more nervous with these types of injuries. Um, and so the next phase was like, okay, we got through all of that and lots of going back and forth, back and forth x-rays. Okay, now let's go down into the clinic. Let's do the evaluation. And like, even when you see the piece where he's like doing this like side plank, that, mm -hmm. you know, part of that is like, yes, you know, we need to see if, if you're going to wear a device that's going to be real rigid, you have to be strong enough that, you know, when you hit the ground, you don't have this little bit of sagittal plane movement. But at, also, you're really like, we're trying to load the bone in 360 degrees. So you load it laterally, you load it on the anterior side, the medial side, you know, because part of the bone's going to heal slow. And, and, and there was a part of his bone that was, re was really healing really slow. So then it was like, you know, and, and that's where the, like the F-bomb was dropped, I think, in that clip, you know, where he's just Congratulations, like, you got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I NC-17 it, you know, but, and but then it was like, Howard right. Berry the next day with the F-bomb on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <not> that one. <laughs> so what we wanted to do was like, okay, Alex, we got a quick amount of time here with you. Our goal is to show you start trusting this frame, start trusting the biology in your bone. Um, and we have to do everything we can right now to start pushing that biology and, and start making it heal. And if the infection isn't there, then that biology will be good and, and we'll start to see healing. Even if it shows non-union in certain areas, if it's like the bone is healthy, we know over time we're going to get it there. So that was the first goal. We, we, it's funny. We all met with him. He and his wife went out. We all ran away as a little group and are like, okay, go load the bone, go load the bone, go load the bone. And I said, I think we need to throw this guy a bone too, to give him something to, to kind of motivate him, you know, like show him he can put weight through that leg and, and be a little bit of, of what he, he did. So I told one of my techs, grab a football, man. And um, we're going to start and just see how he does like in a weight bearing position. And if he's okay and he's not freaking out, then let's move to, I want him to at least start to feel, like an athlete again. And that was that moment. And it was so crazy because everything I saw in that video, I didn't see. Cause I'm like working with right, him. Cause you're in the middle of yeah. it. And, then well, it's and, the way, yeah. and, and, and he did it. And I'm like, you know, I give him the ball. I'm like, you can throw it dude or something like that. And it, it was so unscripted. And you know, it was like, we finally got him in a way. And he was like moving with the ball and I'm like, well, you can throw it. And he threw it and like freaking hit me and like, <laughs> my solar plexus and like it, it literally like hit me I missed it 
I almost like lost my air and I, I saw nothing what everyone else saw. Was there a camera? And I don't even remember Stefania. You're trying to still look cool when I'm Alex Smith just delivered you a football. He's, still, he's in a half kneeling position. He still yeah. nearly knocked you out. And he yeah. can barely. But I don't know if you remember, I said, okay, now throw it to, to my tech. So he started throwing to my tech. <laughs> but yeah, it was real important. So we wanted to get away with a couple things that he trusted that he was healing and he could go home because we weren't going to see him again for a little while. Um, he could go home and feel comfortable working with Seth and knowing that, you know, this is something I need to push. And that also I need to start thinking about being a football player again, because at that point, everything we were looking at was like, okay, you know, I, I think your, your limitations are way higher than, than what everyone might be kind of thinking right now. Um, well, so. understandably, though, and I mean, this is really the reason for the consultation and the folks um, who were working with him aren't working with those patients before. And it's a combination of the extent of the injury, but also he's a professional athlete. So most people are just trying to get back to basic function, mm -hmm. but you're thinking about a whole new level of function. And with the type of Patients, you would, these guys are athletes, servicemen and women who've had these injuries are high level athletes. And so your comfort in, yeah. and your experience gave Alex something that he wouldn't have had. And not by anyone's fault, it's just not a population that I, anybody same, sees. And it's, it's the same thing, Stefani, you've been to CFI. I mean, these guys that are limb salvage and amputees, we also have full kit, we have dummy weapons. So they're mm -hmm. like running on a treadmill with a weapon. I mean, we're, we're like trying to, you know, at least build that confidence back. Like, look, you know, this might be a goal you'll never get to, but at least let's, let's, let's go for the mountaintop. And, and mm -hmm. so our guys that we knew, even in our head, we knew like these guys will never redeploy. He's a, he's a bilateral AK. Let's get them into the, sh in, into the shooting range tonight. And let's go out there and let him shoot a weapon to motivate him a little bit. And that was the thing with Alex. It's like, we know what his motivators are. Well, and someone said it earlier today to me, um, was his only motivator to get back to playing a being a, a professional quarterback. And, and I, from everything I learned from being in Alex's home and meeting him um, and knowing him, his number one motivation was to be able to be a, a good dad and be able to do yep. what he want to do with mm -hmm. his kids. So it's like, that was his number one. Like, how can I be as functional as possible, be a great dad? And then if it turns into being a quarterback, I'll do that. And I think that's exactly what every service member that I dealt with was, how can I be the best, you know, kind of person, dad, husband? And if I can redeploy, that's, that's like toast. Right. Yeah. That's cool. And I think that the, what's so fun to see about, um, the people that get treated at CFI is the relationship y'all get to develop with them and um, how, how much you get to know those things that motivate them. Cause too often like clinic where I worked for so long, it was awesome. Had a blast. Love the people I work with. I think we did great work, but I get 30 minutes, you know, I get an hour, yeah. two times a week. Um, and so cramming all of those things in, it's like you're having to hit your high value targets. All right, what can we do? What can you work on at home? And you know, you get to know your people, you get to know them better than they get to know you. But, um, doing things like that, it's, it's kind of hard to get there. I know like when a friend of mine saw that clip, Johnny of Alex putting weight through the frame, she was like, Oh my gosh, he's putting, I'm like, you have no idea. 
Like you should see, <laughs> you should see these people when they're jumping on boxes and going through yeah. ladder drills and things like that. So um, I thought that was really fun to see and it will be really fun to see for a lot of, a lot of our listeners. Um, one thing we wanted to Stefania to kind of cover while we got you is uh, how did this thing all come to be? I mean, like what, what happened? I and mean, we know Alex was injured, but how did you get involved? How did Johnny get involved? What was the, how did that transpire? Well, um, it's interesting because uh, Johnny's joking about how he hadn't seen the piece, but he actually knew about Alex's injury and the extent of it before I did. Um, I will take credit for the introduction, but from Johnny to Dr. Robin West, who's the head team physician. But um, because of that relationship that Johnny had with her, he was the first person that she thought of when she was, you know, considering what to do with the extent of Alex's injury. And um, so, you know, Johnny was consulted at, at least by phone before I knew uh, the details of Alex's injury. And obviously, you know, professional um, relationship that I had with Dr. West, but given HIPAA and given, uh, well, basically given that, like there was, there was no way, I only knew what the public knew is what I'm trying to say, up until the point where Alex decided he wanted to document this. And I think part of his rationale for wanting to document it was just because there was nobody else who had a similar injury. So uh, in the course of his conversation with Dr. West, she uh, said, well, you know, I, I think I've got perfect person to match you up with to document this. And I think, um, you know, obviously I have a personal relationship with her, but she knows my work and she also knows that I understand uh, medical ease. <laughs> so in terms of being able to navigate the all the medical aspects of this, I think she thought we'd be a good fit. And at that time, she told me that she had talked to Johnny and uh, was was looking at a consultation with folks in San Antonio. So literally after we um, kind of got the piece going through ESPN, you know, I took the pitch back and uh, I went to E60 because it just felt like this was an E60 piece. I felt like this was going to be bigger than a five minute feature. You know, there was no, I, I just, it just felt like this was going to be longer and more drawn out and you really needed to tell the bigger story. E60, thankfully, um, was excited about it, was all in right from the beginning. And so the Andy Tennant, who's ahead of E60, came down to uh, Virginia and we met at Alex's home so that we could, you know, meet face to face and just basically give them our commitment about how we plan to follow this story. Dr. West was there. Uh, Alex's entire medical team actually was there and Johnny was there. So we were all there together at that initial meeting. And it was I think that really set the tone for everything, don't you, Johnny? I agree, 100%. You know, and so I, I can remember distinctly Robin calling me when it first happened because I was at a conference in Las Vegas. I don't remember which conference, conference it was, but I had finished my talk. And Stefani, you know when you get done with these talks, you're like, I'm ready to go to the bar. And so <laughs> I went to the bar with no, a couple of buddies. No, I don't buddies. know. I don't know what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, we, you and I have been there. And so um, I, I'd already like, you know, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, you're, you're, you're doing your business and meeting and discussing. I had a couple of drinks and I went 
and my wife, we have this one restaurant in Vegas we love. And so she was there. Oh, I know it. Milos. Milos. Yeah. Yeah. Milos. And so she's like, meet me at Milos. I'm like, cool. Leaving the bar. I'll be right there. She's sitting in the bar. You know, she's got a drink for me. So I have a drink and they call us our table and we're, I literally remember we're walking our table and my phone rings is Rob, Dr. West. And, um, I'm like, huh, that's weird. You know, maybe she's got something with one of the players or the Redskins or Nationals. And, you know, and, and again, Stefania linked me up with Dr. West originally. I think Stefania, I both agree. Dr. West is one of our favorite people in the world. Probably one of the the best orthopedic surgeons. um, and, And she's amazing. And so... I was like, I don't know if I should take this right now. I've had a, a few too many drinks, but I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to answer it. I'm like, hold on, babe. I'm going to go talk to Dr. West. And um, so she explained, you know, that Alex was in this decision-making process right now of, you know, should he go limb salvage or potentially amputate? And she's like, you're one of the first people I want to call and ask this question. Um, and so and you're I was like, like wow. Oh. I'm a couple no. drinks in and no. you're asking me this. All of, all of a sudden, I sobered up real quick. And, <laughs> but, so you know, that, I, that, every, that just took me back to where we were with the war. I had that conversation daily, you know. Mm-hmm. We would have these, these guys and girls come in and we'd go meet them in, in the hospital after they got back from downrange. And the discussion was, do you want to amputate or keep your leg? And so, you know, I gave her my thoughts. I think Robin was actually kind of leaning the other direction. Um, and so after that, you know, she's like, would you mind if I let his, his wife, Elizabeth call you? And so she called me, I was like, yeah, once I get home, that'd probably be better. And she called me when I got home. And then I just really started going through the process of what I think is going to happen, um, from a limb salvage standpoint, even to the point of like you as a spouse needs support because there's going to be a lot of downs just as much as there are ups. And then, yeah, I, we, we kept communicating. Stefania um, started um, communicating with us. And then that, that meeting in, in, at Alex's house in D.C., I was, I was in D.C. for a couple of conferences, so I was going to be there for like eight days, um, I think was really pivotal with the entire, his whole medical team, which was great, um, to decide like, okay, let's, let's do this. Yeah. It's pretty Am cool. I you know I'm just going to say one of the things I always say, you know, when I'm speaking to uh, PT students or, you know, an audience who's asking about sort of how to, how do you get these things to happen or how does it, it always comes back to these professional relationships. I mean, yeah. look at how Johnny and I met through sports center going down and scouting a location in San Antonio and they saw he was doing this crazy stuff with a tourniquet and wanted me to find out more about it. And that ultimately led to so many things, including all this usage of blood flow restriction training in the NFL, which is how you got to all these team doctors. And, and it was the relationship and the trust that actually set all this up to happen. And it's 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 pretty, pretty cool. It's so weird along the way, the w- things that have happened, you know, so I, I was back because um, I, I went up there several times and I was I was working actually at Inova doing a course at, at Dr. West's facility where she's the, the head of orthopedics there. And I told Alex, OK, I'm here. You know, we're going to go meet over at Inova and we're going to do some work together. And we're there and I hear someone call my name out at the Inova, their <laughs> sports medicine facility, which is amazing. And I'm like, you know, who the hell knows me here? And I turn around. <laughs> And it's one of our Delta Force guys. 
who was That's one crazy. of the original like limb salvage people that we had, like highly decorated, just badass dude, um, comes over and, you know, we start talking and, and he's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, Hey, here's my friend, Alex Smith. He's like, Oh yeah, I think I know who that is. And, uh, <laughs> but then, you know, this guy who's, you know, he's, I think he's like nine years into this process is like, Hey, and he and Alex just sit and, and go through everything for a while. And it's like, I'm like, and what what crazy god thing just happened right now where they just <laughs> dropped this delta in the middle of my time that i happened to be here to to, to go like kind of like give alex a pep talk like yeah man you know I, I redeployed as a tier one operator um so stuff like that's just it's, it's it just seemed to happen along the way with this whole project that's pretty cool johnny and you were telling us a story kind of off air about really kind of a similar thing happened at cfi when when alex showed up there and people started seeing him and they're like, well, I, I know who that guy is and he looks like me. Um, yeah. And so those, those moments are cool. Stefania was there, you know, with us at the CFI and that he walked in and one of our first guys who was an amputee came walking over and he was a Kansas city chiefs fan. And he just walked up and said, Holy shit. Are you Alex Smith? <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, so great. I yeah, gotta put the explicit CFO record on here yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but, <laughs> but that's what he said. You know, it wasn't it's out of my mouth, it was out of his. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, at the CFI, we we have every kind of VIP come through from, like I said, presidents to rock stars to musicians to whatever. Um, but none of them have ever come in and looked like one of these service members. And that's the first time, you know, and I, I talked about this to someone several months back. That's the first time really that someone came to see this place and say like, Hey, I just want to come and, and give my props. And by the way, I'm going through what you're going through. And I think that's kind of the heart of this piece, you know, which is going to be really cool is man, it's a struggle, but you know, it's, it's not just isolated to certain individuals. I think that's why it's um, getting so much advanced uh, press. Number one, Alex and his wife are very private. So they haven't done much media. So Alex has been out of public view. You know, once it, once he rejoined the team for some activities, people saw him, but he wasn't doing interviews. He wasn't doing press. And so a lot of the details around his injury were kept away. And people knew he had a bad injury and infection, but they didn't really understand what that meant. And I think for him, the decision to do this meant he could sort of bring this story forward in its entirety. And I think that's going to be really nice for him to be able to share it in that way. Um, and the impact that people had all along the way, and, and, and we saw it in bits and pieces, but I certainly think that is a theme through the overall, um, through the overall piece. And it's been a secret from the public for so long. And, and the public does not often see these type of injuries most people have never seen anything like this so uh, i think that's why the reaction obviously at the cfi was very different group you know it was people who really understood and could relate to him yeah i think what, what's interesting is you know my wife I, I showed her a clip the other night and she's like oh she saw his leg heal you know healed but with his muscle flaps or anything she's like this looks like one of your gross presentations you always do <laughs> um but it's like you know 
geez, you know, if, if you saw some of these interoperative pictures that we saw and how bad it, it really was, um, it's, it's amazing the recovery that, that he has made. Um, it, it, was, it, it was a devastating injury. Yep, and nothing short of remarkable. So um, on that note, I think everyone should tune in and watch it so they can see. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I mean, Michael Jordan is opening up for Alex Smith on Sunday night, which is really great. Yeah, we get a um, rear on Sunday night. <laughs> but if you want to catch the first viewing because you don't want to miss what people are talking about, you Friday. should watch it Friday night, yeah, 7.30 awesome. Eastern. That was great, guys. Thanks, Stefania, for coming on the Owens Recovery Science Podcast with Kyle Kimbrell and Johnny Owens. <laughs> and uh thanks everybody for listening to us watch that watch this piece it's going to be it's going to be great take thanks for much. having me and thanks for all your help um with the subject of my piece johnny <laughs> <laughs> sure thanks stefania thanks for coming on thanks for listening to the owens recovery science podcast owens recovery science is a single source for pts ot's atc's dc's MDs, and other medical professionals seeking certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. Find them online at owensrecoveryscience.com.